And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, and we got a big show today, lots of great guests. Uh, Casey, I've been venturing out a little bit, having uh, dinner around town, different experiences, mostly outside. How about you? Yes, same thing, getting around? mostly outside. And uh, yeah. yeah, everyone, I had my temperature taken for the first time. Yeah. Wow. I and know. what was it? Like five hundred and seven or No it wasn't. <laughs> Only when you're talking to me, I guess. Thirty six. There you go. Uh okay. I'm uh well it's a big week. Casey, uh newsletter's out tomorrow. Gow, we got three videos coming out, including uh, an update on uh, new experiences in the Okanagan, so people should look for that. Uh, but today, we're going to start in the South Okanagan. Uh, the Watermark Beach Resort is opening up. We're going to speak with Stuart Hardy's Director of Sales and Marketing, about uh, many different things, about you know fears that guests have, what they've done, and how, they're gonna, how that's all going to come together. So if you're planning your uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry getaway, which we hope uh, she's going to say next week is a great thing to do all summer, we'll get some tips on that. We have a secret segment today. We're going to talk to uh, some people from France and the Okanagan. They're doing something very special. That's all we're going to tell you. It's a secret project. That will be on the show later today. You won't want to miss that. And then uh, Casey Daniel Bibby, he's uh, the new executive director over at uh, Spirit Ridge Lake Resort, which is now being run by the Hyatt. Yes, and a very, very interesting guy. He came from Kelowna, from the Grand Okanagan Hotel, so that's quite Mm -hmm. a big change. But they have done a $5.2 million renovation, so we have lots to talk about. Great job there, and of course, they're uh, cheek and jowl to uh, Enkameep Winery, so there's all kinds of things going on down there. And finally, uh, coming up next... Uh, we catch up with our good friend Steve Moriarty. He's the wine director at Save On Foods, uh, and he's got some new products for sale, including fruit wines. Do you remember the last time we talked to a fruit wine producer up north and they were saying they can't get in these stores, and it looks like the rules have been changed, so we're going to find out what's up with fruit wine uh, producers and maybe some other products. All that and more coming up next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Don't go away. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save-On Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save-On Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards. Plus, there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save-On Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. The warm weather is here and Indigenous-inspired cuisine and much more awaits you in the beautiful Okanagan Valley. Spirit Ridge Resort in Isoyas is pleased to announce the reopening of the bear, the fish, the root and the berry with a brand new menu. Social distancing protocols are in place for your safety, so join them for breakfast, lunch and dinner in complete comfort. Please make your reservations at bearfishrootberry.com. Spirit Ridge Resort, part of the Unbound Collection by Hyatt, 
Visit spiritridge.ca. Black Hills Estate Winery invites you to raise a glass with them this summer to celebrate their 20th anniversary season. Make sure to join them on the sun-soaked patio for a sampling of their premium wines. Or, if you can't make it out this summer, then don't forget to check out their popular virtual tasting program online. For reservations or for more information, visit them at blackhillswinery.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Have the extraordinary organic wines of Summerhill Pyramid Winery in the pristine Okanagan Valley delivered to your door. When you become an organic ambassador, a portion of every purchase you make at Summerhill goes back into your account, which you can use towards future purchases anytime. Share the love with your friends to earn even more credits. Find out more about Summerhill Pyramid Winery's organic ambassador program and order online by visiting summerhill.bc.ca. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we're very pleased to be joined by Steve Moriarty today, of course, the wine director at Save On Foods. So Steve, how are you this morning? Good morning. Great. Good to, good to be with you this morning. Uh, really great to catch up with you. I've been reading uh, plenty about grocery stores and how there's some normalcy, I guess. we Can we say that coming back to the business? People are adjusting. Have you noticed uh, your customers adjusting? Well, actually, we've seen, We've I don't know what the new normal is, but we have seen uh, a, a shift or a, a paradigm almost kind of consideration for, for all of the new rules and expectations. And it's really encouraging from our perspective, to note that our customers uh, are still are still practicing uh, social distancing and safety yeah. from all perspectives, and they've just kind of integrated that into an everyday process now. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, Canadians are very obedient, Steve. It looks like it looks that way, <laughs> and, and we have we have customers that remind us of the rules every now and then too. Yeah, maybe British Columbians are obedient. That yes. might be more. Uh, uh, well, one thing uh, people will know notice when they go to your store are some new products. I'm uh, pretty excited to talk about it. There's been a, a tweaking of your license, and you have a couple of uh, new categories for sale now, which is kind of fun. Why don't we start with that? Absolutely. You know, this has been, when you think of all the chaos that we've had this spring, it's been actually the most exciting spring that I've been in the wine business, <laughs> just from the sheer volume of new wine products that are coming to the shelves from all kinds of wineries. But in addition, yeah. the big changes we've made now is, is, is that we are going to carry uh, some fruit wines from, from wineries in British Columbia, British Columbia. Of course, completely 100% uh, uh, produced product in British Columbia. So we've added some fruit wines and yeah. some local ciders as well. Oh, boy, cider. People get so excited about cider, and I have to admit that I know very little about it. So I guess we'll have to get in touch with some cider folks to... Uh, for some education, are you a big cider drinker, Steve? Well, you know, uh, in some ciders, yes. Uh, that that dry cider trend that seems to be evolving right now, I find mm-hmm. a lot of them quite quite refreshing, and especially on the right day at the right time, um, in the right venue, uh, I find the cider to be, especially these new what we call these new culture ciders. I, I, they're they're very refreshing. Mm. And well, I love the fruit wines, and they're pretty popular, and they're great for a starter wine. Steve, oh well, you know we've had uh, we've just 
just slowly started to integrate these products into our stores. And we have had fantastic response from the consumers uh, because, uh, again, some of these fruit wineries have taken it to the next level. and They've really upped their game in the last uh, couple of years. The product that we have today, nothing compared to what uh, the, the, the novice fruit wine produ- production was, you know, five and six years ago. They've yeah. really upped their game and it's really, it's really interesting. Well, and you've got uh, you've got one from up north, uh, Northern we Lights. The, yeah, when when we when we think about the wine business globally and the whole shift, so many people are moving north, looking for vineyards north, trying to get to a cooler site. And here we have a fruit wine producer uh, in a very cool site, making pretty exciting fruit wine. And for those who who love that style, the, these are excellent quality wines. So it's going to be fun to explore those. And as Casey said, it's even what's even more fun for me is that fruit wines are very food friendly. Well, that's been the great surprise from not only from our experience, my wine team, but our but our customer experiences is that it it, it does change the, the 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 mix or the pairing with food in a in yeah. a quite unique quite unique way, especially with ethnic foods, especially. Mm-hmm. So I've been telling my friend who buys bag and box wine about your great discounts how does the discount work at save on with a bag in the box wine uh well we consider the bag in the box just one 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 of those uh, products that you would pick up and of course uh, uh right now that sale we have on uh, we've extended out through the beginning of the year uh well into this part of the year if you buy four four bottles uh or and that could include one box of wine as well we're going to give you 10% off the, the price. Um, and then in addition, if you buy 12 uh, units or 12, 12 bottles or in that uh, a number of boxes, of one box, um, you'll also get an, another dollar off each one. So that's another $12 off that, that 12 wow. pack. So it's a great, great savings. And I'm encouraging everybody to take advantage of it while we... Uh, while we're still doing it. Yes. Uh, I love it when I get lost to trying to figure out how much money I'm saving on wine before I get to the checkout counter. That's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, bag in the box, I don't, maybe you know more than me with your, you, with your connections. Uh, did, did they change, make a change to uh, VQA wines and bag in the box recently? Up, have you heard anything about that? Well, the, the, the change hasn't uh, changed about the qualification about, about what VQA is. Um, right, but but in the, in that box is still VQA type wine. It's yeah. just the, the, the certification for VQA uh, at this time says you're not supposed to put it in a box, and they want to have it in a in a glass container. Uh, but right. that doesn't hinder the quality one bit. Uh, we've we've now been selling be- uh, box wines for a while, and uh, I have to be honest, uh, there are a couple of boxes of wine gone through our refrigerator. Okay. I also, uh, you know, you get plenty of time to read in these uh, during COVID-19. And one of the things I've been reading globally is about uh, brands and how people are reacting to brands during a crisis. Have you seen that sort of reaction where people are are going to familiar brands uh, maybe across all your store products? I I don't know. Absolutely. It was, you know, it was uh, it was breathtaking how fast the consumer changed. It happened really in that first week. when, when, when all of the, you know, the, 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 the total impact of that began to hit, we saw it literally overnight. We saw a, a dynamic shift across the grocery store as the consumer went with what they historically were trusty. Uh, it, they, had, they had faith and they had uh, 
confidence in. You know, we saw it even in the wine department where national historically more, I would say, more favorable uh, wines were all of a sudden the most popular. And we saw that shift for very, very prominent for a couple of weeks. However, we do see the consumer going trending back toward trying more and more of the more unique brands and back to experimenting. We're on the treasure hunt, as we like to say. Yes, and people were looking for reassurance, and I think now, you know, we're more comfortable. And what do you think sells wine? Is it the story? Is it emotions? What is it, Steve, that you Uh, see? I personally like to believe that wine is an emotional product that that comes with a, with almost a feeling of reward. I like to think that the consumer who's buying wine is rewarding themselves with an emotional attachment between that product and the food that they're consuming it with. And that's 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 the way we look at retailing wine is we love to have that emotional or that 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 component that that makes a, a person or a consumer identify with either the winery or that type of wine that they're drinking. We're speaking with Steve Moriarty. He's a wine director at Save On Foods. Steve, I, I've just done a deep dive into BC Riesling in the last uh, week or so, and so I went over to your site, uh, to the Save On Foods site, where I type in wine, and then I see all of the wine offerings, and then I track down the Rieslings, and I found two that I just love. They're in the store, and people are always asking me, because these are not easy to find. Usually you have to buy them at the winery. You have the Orofino Riesling and the Moraine Riesling. Orofino from the Similkameen Valley, just an incredibly exciting electric Riesling. And the Moraine Riesling made by Jack Kemp up at Moraine uh, on the Naramata bench. Two fantastic Rieslings for people they can pick up and taste uh, side by side, and uh, well, Casey, what can you cook with Riesling? Just about anything exactly. you can serve. Exactly, you can serve it so, with almost everything. Uh, well, love those know, you, two you, bottles. Well, one thing you just did, Anthony, you just let out one of our our, our family secrets. Almost is, is that we all we 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 have always had those, and uh, quite often they're in not the greatest of supply. There's not there's, it's somewhat limited at times, and uh, and the people, the customers that we have that that know that we have that are not going to be impressed that you just let everybody know that we have those. <laughs> <laughs> and they're at good you, prices, too. I'll tell you what I like, because it doesn't happen in the liquor store, as far as I know. You have the milliliter price, so it's uh, three cents a milliliter, or you know, about 22 bucks a bottle before discount, which is kind of cool. Well, we're, we're proud that we have, you know, that the not just the mainstream uh, wines that every, everyone else sells. You know, we, we're... I counted early this week. We're uh, just under 1,300 different wines we sold last week in our yep. stores. And when you think of that, all BC, all uh, I like to think of them as all premium, and uh, I'm pretty proud of that. Wow. Steve, uh, great to catch up with you. I, I should tell our listeners that we are going to uh, have a whole show with Save On Foods next week on location, so they can look forward to that. We're going to talk to many of your suppliers and uh, check out a, a store in North Vancouver as well. So plenty more coming up from Save On in the coming days. Thanks for joining us today on the show, Steve, and we'll see you real soon. Thank you very much. Coming up next, Daniel Bibby joins us from Spirit Ridge Lake Resort in the South Okanagan. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Come and get married in the land of Ing at Watermark Beach Resort in Asuyas. 
Beachfront on Osuyas Lake, Canada's warmest lake. One stop for all your wedding dreams. Gorgeous lakefront suites at Watermark Beach Resort for you, your family, and your friends. Farm to table South Okanagan cuisine. Dining and whining, laughing and celebrating deep in wine country. <laughs> Connect today. Weddings at watermarkbeachresort.com. Stuck at home? Planning your next getaway without the airfare? Think Therapy Vineyards. Imagine staying at the Inn on the Vineyard, overlooking Lake Okanagan and Giant's Head Mountain, sipping the latest releases all within steps of your luxurious boutique-style room. It's the ultimate wine lover's getaway without the flight. For a limited time, BC Food & Wine radio listeners can save on their stay at Therapy Vineyards. Just remember the code Gizmondi when you book online at therapyvineyards.com. Tinhorn Creek Vineyards has opened its doors. Visitors are welcome to stop by the wine shop for both sales and tastings. The award-winning Miradoro restaurant is now also open for table service and takeout. Reservations are required. Can't make it in? Take advantage of free shipping on orders over six bottles or send wine to someone you love to show them you're thinking of them. Curbside pickup is also available for online and phone orders. For full details and the latest updates, please visit tinhorn.com. Culmina Family Estate Winery reminds you that it's time to join the 2020 Fellowship and reap the rewards. Culmina's Fellowship not only brings people together through their love of Culmina wines, it also features exclusive benefits only available to members, like access to the Numbers Series, Culmina's Small Lot Program, as well as unreleased library and rare wines from their portfolio. For details, visit culmina.ca. Culmina Family Estate Winery, creating wines of excellence through the blending of art and science. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. He's leaving, leaving. Oh, Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. You're singing along there, Casey. I know. You fabulous music. Were. we're not taking a train to Osoyas. <laughs> No, we're going to drive. Uh, and we're going to catch up with our friend Daniel Bibby. He's the executive director and GM at the Spirit Ridge Lake Resort by Hyatt in Soyuz. Daniel, how are you today? Excellent. Thanks, uh, Tony. Great to, great to be able to talk to you and Casey this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, I guess th- uh, this whole COVID story will be something we'll tell our grandkids uh, someday. Uh, it looks like it's coming uh Maybe not to a resolution, but to a new starting point. Do you feel uh, an uptake now in uh, what could happen in the next few months? Absolutely. It's been a it has been a challenging couple of months to say the least. I think I've been in the hotel industry maybe a little too long. I uh, I thought I'd seen it all, but uh, this definitely <laughs> has uh, has had a much greater impact on uh, on the economy as well as as people's concerns. So, you know, our goal has been to yeah. really prepare the resort and make sure it's uh, safe and secure to welcome everybody back. And you used to be the yeah, GM well, that, at the Grand Okanagan in Kelowna. So I'm I wondering, did, yeah. you know, that was a big jump. What was the family's reaction when you decided to relocate to Okanagan Falls? <laughs> 
Well, I, there's a, a story that goes behind that. And uh, when I when I made the decision to purchase a vineyard in the South Okanagan, my uh, one of my sons said to me, he said, Dad, this is the craziest midlife crisis I've ever heard of. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it made me smile. But about a year later, he kind of came back and he we were sitting on the back end of a, a truck after fixing vineyard wires all day long and the sun was going down. And he said, you know, I get it. He said, this is this is pretty amazing. The connection to the land is second to none. And quite exciting that that the Spirit Ridge Lake Resort uh, is a partner with Hyatt. Yeah, we're, uh, we converted the resort over to become part of the Unbound Collection by Hyatt uh, in December of 2017. So a lot of changes have happened over the last few years, and uh, it's just a, it's an amazing partnership. And a, and a, you know this property really stands out as being a. Um, second to none you know it's very experiential it's very authentic you know you've you literally have merlot grapes growing out in front of your villa that you can taste and then go into Incomeep cellars and and try one of the, the previous vintages so it you know it is a very uh, genuine it, experience yeah it's well actually it's fantastic I mean, a lot of people might know the old uh, property uh, it was always a great property lots of things to do but it just didn't have that that uh, regimen or that that sort of uh, way that a hotel should be run, and now that's all changed uh, amazingly from, with this renovation, and then of course just talking to people, and it like it operates like a hotel, which is fantastic. I love it when I'm there now to have all those parts uh, in place. Uh, so for people who haven't been there, they need to go back and and check out this Unbound collection with Hyatt. It's really made a big change on the property. Uh, which is, as you say, experiential. Uh, you're so close to Enkameep. You're close to the uh, to the uh, that fantastic interpretation center that uh, that the uh, Indian band has there. It's, it, there's so much to do there. It's just fantastic, and a golf course, everything really. And how much was the renovation, Daniel? Yeah, we, we've uh, we've started on a journey of a, a 5.2 million dollar renovation. We're about two thirds of the way through that. Um, taking a bit of a break at this point uh, and, and start again in the winter season. But uh, yeah, the property's looking great. There's an amazing team in place here, and there's there's been a lot of very positive changes that are, are getting some great uh, great feedback from our guests. And I'm really anxious to check out the restaurant. I love the name. It's a long name. Tell us about (laughs) the restaurant and also it's hyper local and the chef. You've got a very interesting chef. Yeah, so just over a year ago, we uh, the, the next part of our journey, in addition to renovating, was to really build a, a fantastic uh, culinary team here at the resort to to pair up in wine country and, and really create an amazing experience for our guests. So we uh, we went on the search for the, the top executive chef we could, and we found uh, uh, executive chef Murray McDonald. He was previously with... Um, the Ritz-Carlton in Toronto, but uh, but prior to that, what really interested me is that he opened the Fogo Island Inn in Newfoundland. Which and is he, unbelievable mm-hmm. that you have a chef that was at Fogo Island. I mean, that is probably one of the most unique places to stay in Canada. And uh, it's I have been to Fogo Island and to the inn, and it's an amazing experience. So I, I just couldn't believe it when I heard that he had gone come yeah. back and is with you. Well, and he's so focused on, you know, foraging, cooking from the land, everything that was really important to us, uh, being on the traditional lands of the Asois Indian Band, I think it really, uh, he's brought a whole new level of culture to our, our culinary team. 
And um, and the restaurant you had mentioned is is called the Bear, the Fish, the Root, and the Berry. And I know that that's a, a little bit of a mouthful, but it's got a real significance to it. That was a a chapteek or a story that was told by the Indigenous community locally here about the four food chiefs. So it's really all about mm-hmm. uh, about man's creation and how you know how food is is the center of our being. So uh, we've really created this this restaurant that. Uh, is kind of modern indig- or modern uh, vineyard cuisine inspired by our indigenous roots. With a great wine list. Uh, yeah, absolutely, exclusively South Okanagan. So <laughs> we've uh, when we talk hyper local, we've got some of the best wineries in the country within a you know a couple miles of our resort. So we uh, we've been very focused on making sure that our our wine list is exclusively South Okanagan only. We're speaking with Daniel Bibby. He's the executive director and GM of the Spirit Ridge Lake Resort by Hyatt in in Soyuz. So by the way, the bear, the fish, the root, and the berry, you can actually see the incredible uh, illustration of that on the on the center floor next door in Ancomeep, uh, in the Ancomeep Cellars Winery. So you can actually see, uh, you can get the interpretation over there, too. It's really cool. Absolutely. Uh, okay, Daniel. Uh, I guess a lot of people. I, I mean, I can't tell you how many notes I get every day. Where should I go? What can I visit? So, are you set up when people come in and they want to visit some wineries in the neighborhood? And can you pass them on, or how, how does that work? A- absolutely. We're really in the center of wine country down here in the South Okanagan. So, you know, in addition to having a, a winery on site, literally, you know, a, a few hundred meters away from the front desk. Um, there's obviously some amazing wineries in the area, and we work with a lot of different uh, small tour operators. We have uh, we have shuttle services to help get people around, and of course, people also like to just uh, drive and explore. and And there's just there's so many within this very small radius that uh, that yeah. it's what people come down here for. That's for sure. The nice thing is you well, can the drive best to small... Ridge. Sorry, uh, I was going to say yeah, you go can ahead. drive to Spirit Ridge, and you really don't have to yeah. uh, go anywhere else uh, as well because there's so many different amenities on the resort. And you, you also have Nighthawk Winery, your own winery. And is there any farming to be found in your DNA? <laughs> well, there is now, that's for sure. <laughs> for the past seven years, I've been a a, a hotelier, and a, I'd say it's a weekend farmer, but it's a lot more than that, actually. Well, uh, it's a passion. I think your wife, Christy, has a pretty good connection to wine. She does. My wife, Christy, runs the wine shop on a daily basis, and we have one son who's actually our winemaker and, and took viticulture and winemaking at Okanagan College, and then we have another son who's a chef, and he's uh, we're about to open a, a patio restaurant there. And I and, think uh, her uncle came over from Scotland in... The 1700s. What, tell us about that. Yeah, there, there's quite a story behind all of that. But um, uh, originally, the Cowan family, uh, which is her maiden name, uh, he was brought over to be the gardener for, for George Washington and actually ended up planting grapes and and, <laughs> and, uh, and cultivating, you know, the first sort of uh, first vintages of, 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 a, of a wine of some sort. I don't know if I would say it would be a quality wine, but they definitely planted the grapes and, and sort of nursed the, uh, the, the property along. That's amazing. Daniel, I can't believe you have time to, to <laughs> work in a vineyard and run a hotel. Uh, you must be working 24-7. <laughs> Well, you definitely have to be passionate about what you do, and I, uh, you know, I'm very fortunate mm-hmm. in the fact that I've got a, 
a great team and a great resort here in the South Okanagan. And uh, and I've got a great team back home at the vineyard too. So, you know, it's a very family farm gay winery and, and uh, you know, I certainly wouldn't take credit for all the work that goes on there. They, they, we've certainly got everybody working together. We've got a couple of other kids as well who own their own businesses and come and help help us as well. So it's it's all in the family. Well, uh, for our listener spirit, ridge.hyatt.com uh, is where you would go to have a look around now and see, uh, book a room or whatever. Uh, I guess you're getting busy now. People are inquiring, and uh, it looks like uh, the, the Okanagan is going to be full this summer with local tourists, which is a good thing. Yeah, the, the, the majority of the reservations we're getting right now are from British Columbians, all kind of, I think, migrating out of the cities and coming to somewhere a little... A little more remote, a little bit more personal, and uh, and and trying to have a great experience with their with their families or as a couple. Um, the nice thing about Spear Ridge is it's an all suite property as well. So if you choose to, you know, isolate a little bit more and you want to dine in your room and and enjoy a great bottle of wine that you picked up earlier in the day, you have yeah, that option. Do that. And then we also have the multiple restaurants here as well to to help take care of the guests. Mm-hmm. And Daniel, you also have fantastic off season rates. We really do. Yeah, you know, it's of course uh, in our busiest time in the summer, it's a little bit, little bit more expensive to stay here. But we really ramp up with a lot of uh, great services and, and extra things. We've got live entertainment on Mondays and Tuesdays in different parts of the resort, and so there's uh, and shuttle services down to the beachfront. And there's a lot of things that that sort of add to that. But in the in the uh, from September onwards, yeah, things really is it's a value proposition and a great time of the year to come and visit the Okanagan harvest time yes and we hope to see you soon you bet love to welcome you back daniel thanks so much for joining us today on uh, the bc food wine radio network uh we'll try and get the word out and as casey says we'll be up there sooner than later so we'll see you soon fantastic cheers thanks so much daniel bibby he's the gm at spirit ridge uh really a great experience folks uh another place where you can hide away if you need to or you can uh Hike away and not see many people as well. Uh, All that in the beautiful outdoors of the Okanagan Valley. We'll take a quick break. Plenty more coming up on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save on Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards, plus there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save on Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, B.C. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite Hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. The Upper Bench of BC's Similkameen Valley. For those in the know, it's a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. And it's here. Nestled in a sun-laden, stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos de Soleil Winery. 
It's surrounded by an idyllic organic vineyard using natural ferments and small-art artisanal winemaking. They produce elegant and age-worthy wines that reflect the unique land. You can find Clotus Soleil wines in fine wine shops and restaurants across the province or order online at clotusolay.ca. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we have got a great story for you today, folks. It's a breaking story, actually, in the BC wine industry about a new collaboration. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm really excited about this. Uh, you may have heard of uh, Boutneau Wines, a very large uh, and uh, powerful distributor of wines uh, based in the UK, but also making wines around the world. They have a project in British Columbia that they've just announced, a collaboration with uh, Barche Brothers uh, and winemaker Michael Barche. We have both of them on the phone today. Megan Cole, the International Country Manager for Canada. Megan, hello to you. Hello, you guys. Great to have you. And uh, Michael Barche as well from uh, the Okanagan. Michael, how are you this morning? I am terrific. Hello, Anthony. Hello, Casey. Hi. Wow. What a team, Michael and Megan. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Maybe we'll start with you, Megan. How'd you get hooked up with Michael? And uh, maybe we'll start with a little background on this new Project B. Yes. uh, Sure. Well, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, well, like you said, uh, Anthony, Canadian listeners uh, may not know, but while we're not yet a household name in Canada, Boutin is a fairly significant distributor in the UK market. And But more importantly, um, where our true passion lies, we've been producing wines for over 40 years, and we have homes through various uh, regions in the world, uh, two in France, in Caran, in the Mekong, in Franschhoek, in South Africa, uh, Piemonte with Aralbica in Italy, and then a new uh, home of ours in the south of England with our English sparkling wine brand, Henner's. But, um, you know, Paul Boutineau started 40 years ago. He began wine production in a really similar way that we've continued on as a philosophy today. Explore new vineyards, new regions, new countries, and I think the most important part would be people, new people, and creating yeah. wine projects in, all through the new world, south America, Spain, New Zealand, Australia, and now Canada with most importantly like-minded people and regions that are really exciting. So Michael was a very easy partnership. You know, we, we I think it was back in 2016, we started speaking at Boutineau um, kind of napkin ideas about we should make a Canadian wine. Why aren't we? And then in 2018, there was a small team of us that uh, traveled all through the Okanagan and Milkamine and tasted a lot of wines, met terrific people, of course. Um, but you know, Michael has such an incredible expertise throughout the valley and he makes wonderful wines under his own label. And he's just a really nice guy, so we really <laughs> love working with him. That's the funny part. And Megan is a serial exaggerator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, we're speaking with Michael Barche, he's a winemaker and owner, uh, co owner over at Barche Brothers and Megan Cole. She's the international country manager at Boutino. Michael, they chose you to collaborate on this wine, and uh, so you got down to business with, uh, with I believe, their head winemaker, Eric Monin. Uh, yeah. w- how did that uh, come? How did you two guys get in a room together and thrash anything out? 
Well, fortunately, Eric was in that, you know, that delegation, that, that group that Megan was just talking about when they traveled through the Okanagan and the Samokamine. And, and I don't know, you, you connect with people, eh? Either immediately yeah. or you don't. And um, certainly Megan and I connected and, and certainly uh, Eric and I connected. Um, and it wasn't I, a room. I bet it was a vineyard. It was well, no, precisely, and and that's precisely why we connected is uh, is because you you see uh, the respect for place, you see the respect mm-hmm. for growing. That winemaking is made not in a cellar; it's made in the vineyard, and that's precisely uh, you know his and therefore Boutineau's uh, approach to winemaking. You, you can't have anything but respect for that. And so, uh, how do, how does your philosophy of wine work with Boutineau? Are you? Did you know immediately we're on we're on the same wavelength? Well, yeah, like I was just saying, I mean, it's the wine is made in the vineyard, and they uh, maybe they didn't articulate that uh, directly, but it was quite obvious, you know, right at the get go. And uh, so, you know, their philosophy of wine um, is is bang on uh, what what my philosophy of wine is. Is that again, the wine comes out of the vineyard, and the wine comes out of place. It's not yeah. about um, you know conducting mm-hmm. tricks in the cellar that uh, they're going to make the wine taste like another area. They're, it's it's about making sure that you don't do any tricks. That you just make sure that the wine tastes like where it comes from. Well, Megan, mm-hmm. I've heard that you were so sure that Budno was so sure that Michael was the man when it came to sending out protocols at winemaking time. They decided not to send Michael any because they thought he knew exactly what they wanted and how he made wine was exactly what they needed. Yeah, and that came from a lot of uh, a collaboration ahead of time. We we you know we all tasted wines from various parts of the world, um, and of course tasted a lot of Boutonnot style wines, and we tasted you know Michael's wines and a lot of BC and Canadian wines. So that uh, you know Eric Monin, our head winemaker, he really w- was so excited about the project, but really needed to understand what is a, a Canadian wine, what is a BC specifically a BC wine. And, you know, when we went at this, I mean, we don't make a wine just for the sake of making a wine. It has to be about getting the perfect fruit and, well, close to perfect as you can get it and honoring the people and honoring the place. And so we went at this to try to make a a Boutineau-style wine, if I can say that, um, but honoring that viticulture, the site and the climate of a a place. And, you know, Michael knows it inside and out. So it it was really just to... There was a lot of conversation around, you know, picking times, um, you know, different components we wanted to maybe play with to adding to the wine for, for complexity or texture. But really, we, we left it to Michael to, to drive that piece because he knows the fruit. I think what's so much fun is if, uh, it, you know, if I got in a room with Casey and, uh, and a bunch of other people in B.C. and we said, hey, uh, what do you think this wine is going to be? I doubt that anyone would have guessed it was going to be a Sauvignon Blanc that would be the collaboration. And I, I couldn't be more excited that that's what you chose. Michael, how did that come about? Um, we decided not to pursue a particular grape variety. Uh, we decided instead to pursue uh, an opportunity, um, you know, look for an opportunity where the correct grape variety was planted uh, and farmed uh, correctly in the correct site. And I That's knew fantastic. of this block of Sauvignon Blanc uh, that yeah. was available. It was. It was. This was the easiest decision of all. Huh. So Project B is a Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, I understand there's a little bit of a Semillon in it that was barrel fermented from the same vineyard. Uh, was that for texture or just because you're mm-hmm. Michael Barche and you like to do that? 
<laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you got to have some some input. <laughs> because my name rhymes with Archie, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, <laughs> no, you know what? Um, we we did a lot of trials, and we and we thought that it might work, and we gave yeah. ourselves the option of doing that by harvesting some semyon from that vineyard and and keeping it separate in uh, in some barrels. And just doing the tasting trials, I'll tell you what the what the Semyon did was it brought a bit of weight to the mid palate of the wine, and it brought a little bit of um, um, you know typical uh, Semyon Okanagan Semyon aroma, which is you know fresh peaches, apricots, and it, it just brought some complexity and a little bit of weight in the to the wine. It was, it, it was, yeah. the wine is much better, yeah. even it with was that really, small amount of Semyon. Yeah, it was really interesting when we did the blend uh, when we did that tasting component. The Sauvignon Blanc on its own is fantastic. It's outstanding. But uh, to what Michael just referred to, it just it became more alive when we just added that little sprinkle of, of Sauvignon for that complexity. So It's delicious. And, it's and delicious. who made the decision on the label? How difficult was that? <laughs> uh, well, we were standing in the vineyard uh, um, about a few months ahead of harvest uh, in 2019, and we kind of were, there was a note on the post uh, of, of plot B and we were just, that's just a, a side note. It wasn't anything that stood out to any of us really. And then we were just laughing about the brand and how we're going to get around that. And what, what are we, it's sort of a carte blanche, kind of an exciting time. And Bartier is B and Boutineau is B and we're standing in this B row. And, and then, you know, to a nod to Boutineau, France, uh, in, in the Rhone, we have a, a Caran winery, and the Boutineau B is actually the B-E-E, the um, most important part of our uh, ecosystem. So we, we kind of thought, wow, this is all coming together. This B is really screaming at us right now, so we've got to do mm. something with that. I know. I yeah. love the label. It's beautiful. It's very clean, very inviting. And I'm so excited to taste the Project B. Where can we buy it? So it just started to ship uh, this month in June, and there's uh, private stores through BC that are carrying it, uh, marquee wine cellars, uh, everything wine locations. Uh, I know in, in Vancouver and in, in Kitsilano, there are a few locations as well, uh, Barard Liquor Store being one, uh, and also at, you can pick it up at the winery by the case. Oh, yeah, at Barchier. Or, right. Or by the bottle. Yeah, they can, can pick it up at the winery, no problem. Yeah. You can get it signed by Michael if he's not too busy eating hot dogs up there. Huge <laughs> 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 What a pairing. Yes, what a pairing. What a pairing. <laughs> well, I think it'd be a great pairing, actually. Uh, we're Sorry, we're referring to uh, your uh, food truck that you had on the weekend, Michael, which was, a, I, I believe, a great success. <laughs> Because you you ate most of the hot dogs, I think. (laughs) Uh, Listen, this is such a fun project. And just uh, quickly before we go, Megan, so a lot of people get excited if they get a listing, you know, in a London uh, wine shop. Having Boutineau in charge of this wine in Europe is going to be big. Well, how how will they be able to expand the Okanagan Valley name? Well, that's part of the excitement. Uh, you know, we've we've been at uh, Provine in Germany for forever. It feels like, and ca- the Canadians, Canadian winemakers, have a, a great pavilion there, and and for years now. And it's really exciting to see, you know, not just seeing BC wine celebrated locally, but 
some serious attention on the global markets for several years now. And so yeah. having uh, having us be a distributor in the UK, uh, COVID's kind of put a, a bit of a wrench into the on-trade markets uh, for this summer, but we certainly are going to make sure that the wine is ends up over in, in the UK and, and, and elsewhere. I mean, we do we do work with many countries around the world. So this is, you know, part of um, trying to put more of Canadian wine in the Okanagan on the map on a global scene is exciting for us. Uh, we couldn't be more excited for the both of you. And I want to thank you both for joining us today. I'll just remind our listeners they can actually catch a video about this whole project on Gizmondi on Wine uh, this weekend. Uh, so just head over there and you can uh, see the genesis of it and the two people involved, Michael and, of course, Eric. Thank you so much, uh, Megan and Michael. We'll see you soon and uh, can't wait to have another one of those bottles of wine as soon as I get off this show. <laughs> Lovely to be with you. Thank you. Thanks. Good Thanks, Michael. with all of you. Thank you. Yep. Uh, Michael Barche and uh, Megan Cole uh, both talking about Project B, released today across British Columbia. We'll take a quick break uh, when we come back more on the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. There's more to come. This is the BC Food & Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Barb Holler, owner of Poplar Grove Winery in the Okanagan. When I look out over our vineyards, I think of the potential. The potential for improvement. How can I do things differently? How can I be more sustainable? How can I do things that improve viticulture practice? And bottom line, how can it improve the wine? Poplar Grove, available at private fine wine stores. Join the wine club at poplargrove.ca. Please enjoy responsibly. The Wine Experience Center at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery has arrived. The wine shop is now open for tastings with all the new vintages available along with some new labels not yet seen anywhere. And that's not all. You can complement your tastings with delicious food offerings from the Modest Butcher. For the safety of guests and staff, extra cleaning, sanitation and physical distancing protocols will also be in place. Watch for the launch of the first Modest Butcher menu coming June 22nd. For more information, please visit mtboucherie.com. Calling all winemakers, craft brewers, cider makers, or artisan distillers. Canada's first wine village is coming and you could be a part of it. Located at the gateway to Canada's wine capital in Oliver, the village provides turnkey low capital production facilities that are available for lease starting now. But with space for only 16 artisan producers, the time to act is now to be part of history and start crafting your unique story. To learn more, visit districtwinevillage.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, freedom to move, that's what we all want. We're all waiting for it, and I'm, it sounds like we're going to get it pretty quickly, which is why we wanted to speak to Stuart Hart uh, from the Watermark Beach Resort. Stuart, how are you this morning? Very good, thank you. And yourself? Uh, I'm well, and uh, I think like many British Columbians, uh, sitting here with a lot of pent-up demand to go somewhere, even if it's just in the province, which isn't just even, but uh, it's kind of fun to rediscover local. So uh, do you feel that? Do you feel that sort of demand coming your way? Absolutely. Um, Obviously, 
over the spring during the uh, during the during the height of, of COVID nineteen, if you like. Um, yeah. We, we remained open as, a, as an essential service. Things were pretty quiet. We had a few people in-house, particularly snowbirds. And um, in, the last few, in the last couple of weeks, the, um, the phone's been ringing off the hook with people, as you say, um, just looking to travel around the province, not to cross borders, um, get into the outdoors, get into... Yeah. Um, communities and destinations so it's been uh, it's been really interesting it's been one one extreme to the other well i'm well, excited to get into the restaurant with your new executive chef i know it's really exciting as well he started in uh, february so his timing was interesting um and uh, straight off the bat we went um for the first time ever into like which a lot of restaurants have had to do into takeout and uh, so that was an interesting experience for us as a resort and as a restaurant. And um, but that's proved really successful as well. We weren't doing delivery; we're just doing contactless takeout, and that's um, proved to be that successful that we're um, choosing to continue doing takeout in addition to reopening as a restaurant and patio. Oh, that's cool. And Stuart the- Hart is our guest. He's the Director of Sales and Marketing at the Watermark Beach Resort, which, of course, is in uh, right in downtown Soyuz, uh, right on the water uh, and on the right. beach. Uh, you, you've got such a great setup. When I think about that, for people who... For people who want to go to the hotel, uh, first of all, you have a huge area outside where people can dine, and of course, you're so close to the water and trails and everything else. So you're a pretty friendly place for people that want to escape the city and uh, get some fresh air and uh, some social distancing. Yeah, um, I mean, for me, I, I, I've been here for just over six months, and um, what, what struck me when I first came here, as well as being a very uh, well-presented destination, as it were, um, was the fact that Watermark is uh, is a bit of a landmark in that it's right at the end of Main Street. Yep. It's on the shores of the lake. Um, East facing. It's uh, an all-suite resort, and uh, yeah, it, it's pretty. I mean, the, the destination is spectacular, and the, and the resort is is most definitely well positioned. And not only. Can you eat at the hotel with your new executive chef, Nick Atkins, and do takeout? But there's so many good restaurants in your area. I know. I, I Again, because of circumstances, I, I haven't had a, an opportunity to try them, but you've got um, restaurants in and around the local, in and around the town, and then obviously you've got um, restaurants within wineries and what have you. So I'm certainly looking forward to trying those, as well as, uh, as probably probably fighting for the queue with with consumers and customers and clients uh, to get in there myself. To be honest with you, um, yeah. So it's a pretty it's just pretty special and unique place to dine, as it were. Yeah. Um, Having the opportunity to do it within destination, within resort, and at wineries is is pretty. It's a pretty good choice. 
the other thing that I like a lot about the Watermark Beach Resort, and I mean, we call it a hotel, and of course it is a hotel, but uh, there's a suite uh, in, I think in every room there's a suite at, at uh, the Watermark, so people can set up there for a week, they can make their own food if they want to, they can, you know, dine downstairs or outside, so lots of opportunities uh, 24-hour guest service. It's a pretty good setup for uh, someone looking to get away for a few days. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I totally agree. Um, obviously, it's um, it's a pretty much self-contained opportunity if you want to go that way. Um, all of our suites have got, uh, obviously, cooking facilities, and um, they either face the lake, they either face the city. Uh, there's a few on the corners as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, you can pretty much arrive with all your groceries and 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 whatever else goes with groceries, and be yeah. fairly self-contained, or or go out and explore. It's really you basically you got a whole plethora of options, really. Well, I just want to move into that patio and stay there for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> I know, so do I. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm stuck behind the uh, front desk. Um, Busy getting people to come here, but that's proving to be um, okay at the moment for sure. Yeah, catching up. Stuart Hart's the director of sales and marketing at the Watermark Beach Resort. Stuart, what, what is like sort of the number one concern from people when you're talking to them, or do they have any concerns, or is there something they really want the answer to before they would book a place? Um, in these new times, I have had spent a lot of time on on the phone with. Um, various kinds of clients, whether they be wedding groups, um, celebration, family reunions, what have you, all different kind of groups. Mm-hmm. And it just really is worth painting the picture of what we're doing as, as a result. We've actually um, have been as proactive as possible and we've got our health and safety section now on our website, which is very clearly accessed. And on there we've got images, information and now a video as well that really points people um, to updated content as as to what we've done to adapt and Mm -hmm. I think basically people want to know what's going on in the destination as in is your community ready to welcome us which it which it is Um, secondly what are you guys doing as a result to adapt um, am I going to feel safe? Um, um, am I going to feel, you know, healthy when I get there kind of thing, as well as obviously the everything that goes on in and around the resort. But it's, it's really been worthwhile spending time to alleviate people's unknowns as it, as it relates sure. to where they're staying and where they're going. Well, uh, Stuart, I, I I was in and out of the valley last weekend on some business, and I had a chance to spend some time walking and hiking, and really, uh, I couldn't have felt uh, safer or more distant from people when I was in the Okanagan. Uh, so uh, I think people, that once we get the okay, and I think we're going to get that this week to start moving around the province for the summer, uh, they should uh, consider sticking around town. We've got some pretty nice places, including the Watermark Resort. Thanks uh, for joining us today, Stuart, and to our listeners, watermarkbeachresort.com. Go there for all your questions and answers and to uh, maybe book a getaway and uh, get back out there and uh, help the economy move along as quickly as possible. Thank you so much, Stuart. Talk to you soon. My pleasure. Thank you.
That was Stuart Hart. He's the Director of Sales and Marketing at the Watermark Beach Resort. Uh, we're out of time this week. Uh, so happy that you could all join us. Uh, lots of great stories today, Casey, and uh, looks like things are slowly turning around. Uh, we're still around in town, but uh, soon we'll be on the road as well. Special thanks to our producer, Anissa Hetherington. For now, I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Have a great weekend. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.